You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Going about doing good is the title of this devotion. Jesus, oh, I love to watch him. And I want to give you a couple of examples today because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And, and it's become more real to me over these years. And I have memories over many years where I saw the Lord Jesus in me and through me or to me in his goodness. I, and I have so many different, different experiences of seeing the Lord going about doing good. <laughs> I'll give you one little story. Uh, many, many years ago, I, I went to go preach in Iceland, but I flew there on a flight that, held, uh, that had me arrive there quite late in the evening, like quarter to 12 in the evening. And, they, uh, and I was invited to speak in this Bible school that was out in a, in a far, on a farm. And the gentleman who picked me up didn't speak much English, very little. And so we were driving in the night to this farm, I don't know, maybe an hour or a bit more. And it was a lot of snow and very cold. And when I got to this farm, it was all dark. Everybody was sleeping. It's maybe two o'clock in the morning or later. And yeah, at quarter after two, two thirty in the morning. And and he led me to this room and he said eight o'clock, I think, if I remember right. So anyway, this room was very cold and barren, a little bit like like you would think a prison was like, but no, it was better than that. But anyway, still was very barren. And there was a little bitty window right at the top. And uh, and I stood there with my coat on and my bag and I put my bag down and I looked out of that window and I saw a glacier. And it just suddenly overwhelmed me how amazing God is in his creation, seeing that glacier. And I stood there and I said, wow, Father, I love your creation. It's so beautiful. <laughs> and his presence came all over me. And I'm standing there worshiping and singing and worshiping and singing in his goodness. It was so glorious. And I don't know what happened, honestly, but there was a knock on the door and it was eight o'clock. I know that sounds fantastic, but you know, you can be so caught up in the goodness of God that you totally forget about this life and all of its whatevers. You totally forget about it. And it's not that we're to live irresponsible about our responsibilities and just live in some kind of little oasis even though I do find the love of God like an oasis of his love for me. No, I believe the opposite. It makes you more productive. It makes you more successful in this life. So look at the goodness of God in how Jesus was successful in this life because he lived in the goodness of God. 
It says here in Acts chapter 10, in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, here it is, Acts chapter 10. God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. I really believe that the more we delight ourselves in the Lord, He gives us the desires of our heart. Psalm 37, verse 7, I think, or 5, 6, or 7. Psalm 37. If you delight, if you feed on His faithfulness, it says there, and delight yourself in the Lord, He will give you the desires of your heart. If you commit your ways to Him, He will cause goodness to go before you. He will make things good and right. I find as we delight ourselves in the Lord that He makes us productive in this life. When I feel, uh, when I feel like I'm not able to produce an atmosphere of, of kindness and goodness and blessing around me, I need to go spend some time with the Lord in prayer. And I find it a trap, a trap, if you if you can hear me, please, when I'm kind of like, oh, Jane, why don't you give me, why don't you give me the feeling I'm looking for? I find it a trap. I find as I give her out of the rich treasury of God's glory, this sense of love and peace, it comes back. It comes back. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together. I've talked to you about that this week. And I want to encourage you. Jesus went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil for God was with him, having anointed him with the Holy Spirit and power. I really believe without question that the Lord wants to do, you, do the same for you. Okay, look at the Gospel of Luke chapter 4. Right, Jesus comes out of this time of intimacy with God and resisting the devil. Many times, folks, when you've gone through a real battle, God wants you to come out of that battle smelling of His mercy and smelling of His grace and smelling of His goodness. That the fragrance of His having helped you, having been there with you in the battle, having upheld you, strengthened you, comes out of you with such grace. And Jesus, it says in verse 14 of Luke 4, returned from his time of resisting the devil and spending time with God in the power of the Spirit to Galilee. We're going to talk about that in Matthew in a moment. And the news of him went throughout all the surrounding region. And Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. You know, come on, think about it. If you read what happened here, the devil was constantly pushing him and tempting him and, and, and trying to get influence his thoughts and his feelings. But Jesus withstood the devil by the word of God and he comes out in the power of God. He comes out saying, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He doesn't come out and say, oh, the devil harassed me. Oh, the devil pushed me. Oh, the devil tempted me. He, he didn't mention it once. God doesn't want you to talk about what the enemy did. He wants you to talk about what he did. 
Oh, I was tried and tested to the uttermost, but the Lord, but the Lord was my strength and shield and my exceedingly great reward. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord who did not fail me my time of trial, but show this glorious mercy to me. Oh, begin to talk about the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living and you will see that the Spirit of the Lord is upon you. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He's anointed me to preach the gospel, good news to the poor and sent me to heal brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to captives and the recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty to those who are oppressed and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And He said today, this scripture is men is happening in front of you in me. This scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. What this scripture says is happening in me. And that's what the Heavenly Father is saying to you today. I want my word living, active and powerful in you. I want others to see that what I have said coming to pass in your life. Joshua said in chapter 23 of Joshua, verse 14, not one of all the good things God promised us through Moses has failed. All have come to pass. Not one thing has failed. Everything Moses said God would do has happened. Now, come on, believe this. Believe that what God says will happen, not what the enemy says. Believe that what God says, oh, and that you can, like Jesus, go and and do what is good. Look here in Matthew 4, verse 23. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. And the fame, his fame went throughout all Syria and they brought to him all who were sick and who were afflicted with various diseases and torments and those who were demon-possessed, epileptics, paralytics, and he heals them. He healed them. People that were afflicted afflicted by demonically induced diseases and torments, He healed them. Oh, Jesus is the same. Great multitudes followed Him. Jesus is the same. Look at Matthew chapter 8 since we're right here. Matthew 8. Oh, I love this verse. Verse 16. When the evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirit with a word and healed all who were sick, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet. He himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. He took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Jesus would just be talking, and the people would be liberated from the evil spirits that were afflicting them. Do you see how powerful it is to come to church and hear the Word? You know, one young lady, she's in our church, and she would testify this to you, to you herself. She was living in, in a relationship that God showed th- throughout the Bible. It's not His way. And she'd been living like that for many, many years. And, and one time I met her mother, and her mother told me about this. And, and I said to her mother, I said, Mom, I'm going to start praying for your daughter. And when you get an opportunity, tell her I've asked her if she would please come and visit us at Life Church that I would like to meet with her. 
and her mom must have told her and then one day she walked into church she was late i was already preaching and the moment she heard the word something left her and instantly her eyes were opened that the that that lifestyle in which she was living was not god's plan for her life and she couldn't bear to go back to it and she changed and now she's living in an amazing godly given relationship and marriage and she's so happy and so blessed and she's such a beautiful saint of god and you know she just heard the word i really believe in the preaching i believe in the preaching the bible says that the gospel unto salvation is in the preaching the good news is in the preaching the kingdom of god is in the preaching the power of god unto salvation is in the preaching. I believe in preaching. I believe in proclaiming liberty to captives and the covering of sight to the blind. And that when people hear the word, their lives are transformed, they're cleansed, they're washed, they're set free. I want to encourage you. Believe in the preaching. Come to church. I really believe in the washing of the water by the word that Ephesians 5 talks about. I believe that while people are sitting in church, right, and I'm preaching to them, I'm so believing that the words that proceed from me, that I speak with the oracle of God, as Peter talks about, and that people hearing the word receive it as a word of God, which it really is, and that they're made new inwardly by the Holy Spirit, that they're cleansed from the filthiness of the flesh and spirit that they are affected by by just living in this world and they become God conscious and begin to feel the presence of the Lord by hearing the word, by hearing the word. And the Bible says in the book of Acts that as many of them who heard the word and believed were saved and that day were added to the church, thousands of precious people as many of them who heard the word and believed. How will they hear, Romans 10 says, unless somebody preaches? How will somebody preach unless they're sent? How lovely are the feet of them who are sent to proclaim peace of good news from God. And the Apostle Paul, and I'll close with this scripture. Oh, how I love this scripture. It's Romans 15. I really love this scripture. He says here in the Amplified, because, the second part of verse 15, because of the grace, a merited favor bestowed on me by God in making me a minister of Christ to the Gentiles, I act in priestly service of the gospel, the good news of God, in order that the sacrificial offering of the Gentiles may be acceptable to God, consecrated and made holy by the Holy Spirit. In other words, when I'm preaching to them about the grace of God and they receive it, they're cleansed by the Holy Spirit so that their lives are like an offering pleasing to God through the Holy Spirit. And he says, he says here, um, in Christ Jesus, I then have a legitimate reason to glory in the work for God in what through Christ Jesus, I've accomplished concerning the things of God. For I will never venture, presume to speak thus of any work except what Jesus has actually done through me. Oh, I meditate on these thoughts. 
constantly what Jesus can do through me, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and goes about doing good. How is he doing good today? He's not just doing good to you, but through you. So he says to you, go home, love your family, and bless them with my love, and you will see my presence in your home, bringing healing and restoration. Go to your job, do good, be kind and gracious and forbearing, and you will see I'm with you and in you doing good. Jesus is the same, and we are his body, the temple of his spirit. Amen. Have a good day.